the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. And a good morning to you. Indeed, it is the authority. It's eight minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Tuesday, the 26th morning of the 11th month of the year of our Lord, 2019. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot to talk about today. I'm going to say something that might shock you. I agree he should be impeached. You heard me. He should be impeached. There is no room for corruption. In government, there is no room for family partisanship. There is no room for bigamy. There is no room for profiting at the expense of taxpayers. He should be impeached. Misappropriating taxpayer funds for personal gain or for gain for your family is an impeachable offense. He should be impeached. Make no mistake about it. I'm not stuttering, and I am not confused. I am not drunk. I'm telling you, he should be impeached. If ever there was a clear case for impeachment, this is it. How can it not be? We hear all the time about reasons for impeaching politicians, the reasons why uh, this person is unfit for office, etc., etc. We hear it all the time, and people have been trying to apply it to the President of the United States. It does not apply to him. For the he that should be impeached, that I'm speaking of, is Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson. 
Frank Jackson has no business being in public office. Frank Jackson has abused his authority, has abused his position, has abused his power, all for the benefit of his family, particularly his grandchildren, his grandsons, now his great-grandson. Frank Jackson absolutely has no business being the mayor of the city of Cleveland. And when I saw this report last night from uh, News 5, it just reinforced what many of us have said. When he decided to push for and get that ridiculous uh, $2.2 million dirt, dirt bike track or park built because his grandson and uh, their criminal friends all decided that they like to break the laws and weave in and out of traffic on their dirt bikes. No, uh, we we can't have uh, we can't have the law just be enforced. Let's spend two million dollars giving them a place to ride there, like they want to ride in circles. Their thrill always was being on the roads, weaving in and out of traffic, brake checking motorists, causing all kinds of havoc on the streets. And he decides to spend taxpayer dollars to support this quote-unquote hobby because it was important to his grandson. Now we find out that it is far worse than that. Records obtained by five on your side investigators show tens of thousands of Cleveland taxpayer dollars have been used to fund Frank Jackson's great-grandson and his friends to go to very distant and expensive trips with their sports teams, youth sports teams, going to places like Florida and San Diego, California, on Cleveland taxpayer dimes. This was a report, again, by five on-your-side investigators. I saw this yesterday, actually last night. I read it, I watched it, and I said, it's time for somebody to get out there loudly condemning and calling for Frank Jackson's removal from, the, from City Hall, from the mayor's office in the city of Cleveland. Enough is too much. First, it was the dirt, well, not just first, but among other things, it was the dirt, dirt bike park or the dirt bike track. Then we saw just a couple of months ago what I told you from talking to sources close to the situation was Frank Jackson obstructing a murder investigation, again to protect his grandson, who's now, by the way, behind bars, in connection with the drive-by shooting that left one dead. And when police came to his home to investigate, and standard operating procedure dictated police officers taking the young man downtown to the police station to question him, Frank Jackson intervened and said he will not be leaving here. You can ask him questions here. He's not going anywhere. Frank Jackson is a corrupt politician who has no business being in public service in the city of Cleveland. He needs to be impeached, removed from office. I'm going to share with you the five-on-your-side investigation that I'm referring to that brought me to this conclusion. It's actually a conclusion I drew a long time ago, but this one puts it over the top. Tonight, 
traveling on the taxpayer's dime. A five on your side investigation. City youth sports teams skipping the fundraising, going straight to City Hall to cover their costs of competing out of state. Five on your side investigator Scott Noel, you uncovered tens of thousands of dollars and some connected to city leaders. Yeah, well, all of this started when we asked for city spending records. When we found large charges on city credit cards, we asked for receipts. Those raised even more questions, not only about who's traveling on your tax dollars, but also their connections to City Hall. We're going to leave it all on the line, man. Y'all understand that. It's been an amazing season for the Maple Heights Saints. Some of these kids live and die for this program. Hard hitting that's won them every game the last two seasons. A record they're taking on the road to the national championships in Florida next month. It's huge. Huge. Most of our kids haven't even been out the city. Driving, driving, driving. Hard work on the field and off to make the $15,000 trip a reality. Right now we're selling donuts, popcorn, and Polish boys. Fundraising their way to Florida. But Five on Your Side investigators learned that's not always the case with Cleveland Muni League football teams. We working. We working our kids up. Take the 2017 CMHA Renegades. They play in the same league as the Saints, went to the same championship in Florida, even had a Cleveland City TV crew documenting the trip. But instead of those fundraising sheets, City Hall bankrolled their trip. Records show more than $12,000 for the bus, nearly fifteen grand for hotel rooms, even $2,200 of city money spent to send the group of 47 to Universal Studios. A city spokeswoman confirms the trip was paid for out of Cleveland's recreation budget. Our recreation money is for the whole, not just a specific group. Donna Brown's been an activist on Cleveland's east side for more than a decade, repeatedly asking city leaders to expand rec programs for kids. Anytime you're left out in the streets, you get swallowed up and trouble comes. Brown says every time she's asked for more funding, it's the same thing. I'm stretching my budget as as far as I can, Donna. I'm, I'm stretched out. What she didn't know was the city's spending didn't stop with one football team. We found receipts for basketball trips, too. Both times listed as trips to AAU tournaments. Nearly $13,000 to send a team to San Diego last year. Almost 9000 bucks for basketball teams traveled to Orlando. The grand total for the three trips, more than $51,000. I'm pissed off over this, a total of $51,000 on three trips, and we're one of the poor cities. In the, in the United States, and you're mismanaging our money. But City Councilman Kenneth Johnson doesn't see it that way at all. It's a good program. I think the world of it. He chairs the council committee that oversees recreation in Cleveland. We talked with him inside the rec center that bears his name. Once, And he needs to be impeached, too. He needs to be removed from his position on city council as well as he tries to defend this outright theft. Not misappropriation, theft of taxpayer dollars intended for the recreation fund for all kids in the city of Cleveland, not for the privileged few who happen to be on the team of Frank Jackson's grandson. They go and come back. They are neighborhood heroes. In a black community, there's no such thing as enough heroes. You know, beside the guy that's on the corner telling the kids going to elementary school, come sell some drugs, work for me. I want to make sure I understood that now. So Ken Johnson's statement here is, 
It's worth it to spend $50,000 to send a handful or a few dozen kids to San Diego to play AAU basketball or Orlando to play football because when they come back, they'll be heroes and the other kids will be lifted up and away from the drug dealers. Why? Because their friends went to play basketball and football in other states. That'll make them heroes and that'll lift everybody up. Am I hearing this guy correctly? You know, that's what this prevents. Johnson says he's seen the benefits personally. That basketball trip to San Diego turns out Johnson's son, a city rec employee, went along as an assistant. <laughs> it was a last resort. They couldn't get anybody else to go. So they asked him, you know, and he told them that he would go. So that's how, how it happened. Is that a perception problem, do you think? Sure it is. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the price we pay to be elected. The family ties don't stop with Johnson. According to social media posts from Mayor Frank Jackson's family, the mayor's great-grandsons played football for the Renegades in 2017, and one went on that AAU basketball trip to Orlando. The families of city leaders benefiting from thousands of dollars of recreation funding. For weeks, we tried getting answers from the city. We requested an interview about the spending and gave specifics about the trips we wanted to talk about. That request declined. So we went to the rec department. That's where that city spokeswoman found us. You're not um, being transparent if you're not answering questions. Again, I am not the recreation center manager. I am not the director. So you're going to look into that camera and say you believe it is an appropriate spending of city funds to send the mayor's great-grandson's football team, basketball team out of state, and Councilman Kenneth Johnson's son's basketball team Sir, to San Diego. I'm not commenting on that. She may not, but Brown is. That tells the story. You got it in black and white. She can't understand in a city with so many needs how so much money could go to help a few dozen kids. We had to look at all of these children are ours. And when we start just looking out for just our children, we're doing our city an injustice. We asked the city if there were other trips besides these three paid for out of recreation's budget. We're still waiting on answers from City Hall. One thing we do know, Jackson's great-grandson won't be traveling to any basketball tournaments soon. He is locked up in juvenile detention, charged in connection with a drive-by shooting at a Cleveland police officer. <laughs> you, uh, you follow all that? Corruption lives in Cleveland's City Hall. Corruption lives in Frank Jackson's office. Corruption lives in Frank Jackson's home. Corruption lives in the city council. Corruption lives in Cleveland government. Ask Cleveland residents if this is okay. They won't give two plug. They won't give a rat's red. They won't care. They'll want Donald Trump impeached. But they're going to allow their tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars to go to Frank Jackson's great-grandson's teams and uh, uh, Ken Johnson's son's teams. But it's President Trump that needs to be impeached. I mean, I, I, I saw this yesterday, and I am absolutely beside myself. And, I, and, and by the way, five on your side, congratulations. Scott Knoll, that's some first-rate reporting. All credit to, to uh, News 5 doing great work there investigating this for the people of Cleveland. And I'm so glad to be able to pick up on it and share it 
We also called the mayor's office, and we also tried to get somebody to come on to talk about this. They, of course, will not do so. We knew they wouldn't. They're cowards. But Frank Jack and I know all of the above to be true. My own son's AAU basketball team played against Frank Jackson's son's team last year. I was there, and guess what? Any of those tournaments out of state that Frank Jackson's kid went to, if my son's team wanted to go to, we had to pay for it. Or we had to sell fundraising uh, items in order to raise the funds for it. Frank Jackson used city taxpayer dollars for it. Something has to happen here. Frank Jackson can no longer leave the city of Cleveland. We'll be right back. If anyone ever deserved to be impeached and thrown out of his office, it is the corrupt mayor of the city of Cleveland, Frank Jackson. Taxpayer money for his criminal grandson's motorcycle uh, dirt bike track. Taxpayer money for his criminal grandson's basketball team. Taxpayer money for his criminal grandson, actually the child of his criminal grandson, uh, his football team. Mayoral obstruction in a murder investigation involving a drive-by shooting involving his criminal grandson. How is this man who is personally enriching himself and his family with taxpayer dollars, how is he still allowed to be serving? How is he still in office? How is there not an outrage among voters, residents of the city of Cleveland? I don't live in Cleveland. I spend money there. And anybody who either lives, works, or shops and spends money in the city of Cleveland should be outraged by this. Now, I don't want to go all PPO here and go part of your perpetual outrage, but in all seriousness, if this doesn't boil your your blood, then, then you're doing it wrong. My son has been in AAU basketball, and tra- which is travel basketball, basically, and was in travel baseball for years. And I can tell you, it's not cheap. I can tell you all of the families, whenever we would see how much the fees and the dues were for all of these things, not to mention the cost of the trips. We're not talking about San Diego and Orlando. We're talking about going to Youngstown. We're talking about going down to Columbus. My daughter, too, who was in J.O. Volleyball, Junior Olympic Volleyball, which is travel volleyball. Every time we would have one of these out-of-town trips, it costs a bunch of money for the hotel rooms. It costs money for, uh, obviously, fuel and travel expenses. It costs money to get in. It costs money to feed everybody when you get down there. And it costs money, as I said, just for the dues or the fees to join the teams. And oftentimes, because we couldn't always afford it, I mean, who can, right? I mean, very few people can, I suppose. But then they would say, here's what we're selling. We're selling raffle tickets. Or we're selling squares for the Ohio State game. Or we're selling coupon books. Or we're selling this, that, and the other. Fundraisers to raise the money to go to these faraway places. And if we couldn't sell them, we couldn't go. But if you are fortunate enough to have a kid playing on one of Frank Jackson's grandson's teams... You're golden. You don't have to sell a, sell a thing, and you don't have to spend a dime. The city's got it. 
The city taxpayers have it. This is on them. So my son, whose team, whose AAU team, played against Frank Jackson's team, not this past season, but the season before, in AAU basketball, in a local tournament, my son's team couldn't afford to go to the championships in San Diego. Frank Jackson's team's uh, team, uh, team, grandson's team couldn't afford it either. So what's the difference? Why did they go, and why did we not go? Because Frank Jackson stole the money from city taxpayers and sent them. My son and his teammates stayed home. Same thing with that football league. Down to Florida we go. All on the city dime. As Donna Brown, the activist that was in that clip, said, that recreation fund in the city of Cleveland's budget is for all Cleveland children who need recreational programs locally and facilities and equipment locally to keep them doing something healthy and active as opposed to being drawn into a a criminal lifestyle. All of those children deserve those funds, and instead it's handed out to a few dozen politically connected people. Family members of Ken Johnson, the city councilman, and family members of Frank Jackson. I want him gone. What's it going to take to get it done? Plain dealer? Where are you? When are you going to put pressure on the mayor? You spent an entire week calling Cleveland and Cleveland police officers racist on the five, fifth anniversary of Tamir Rice's death. Why don't you do some good for a change and help oust this corrupt criminal mayor. We'll be back after this. You ever have one of those moments where you don't even realize what you said until it's already gone? Yeah, I just had one of those. I don't know why I used the word bigamy. I said bigamy before when I was trying to say nepotism for some stupid reason. Obviously, they're just related in the fact that it's about relatives. Marrying a second person. Uh, but uh, no, I meant to say nepotism when I was talking about Frank Jackson and Ken Johnson. So my apologies for that. Uh, and my, my thanks, by the way, my gratitude to somebody who messaged me on Facebook during the break, Dan, who said, uh, who led me to that by saying this, Bob, this might be a senior moment in middle age, but wasn't Ken Johnson the same clown who got busted having political signs affixed to the side of work vehicles, specifically city trucks? owned by the city of Cleveland with his name on it. I might be wrong, but it sounds very familiar. No, uh, you're not wrong. This is exactly the same clown. And by the way, uh, when I that's why I thank Dan for that, because when I clicked on a story, I did a little quick check here to find out if that's who it was, and it is. Uh, that's where I found the word nepotism, which triggered in my brain, hey, that's what I meant to say before. Why did I say bigamy? So anyway... Let me hit you with some more of this, if I may. And by the way, the phone lines are open. Uh, guest free. The entire show today, 216-901-0945, Peter Kirsch now had to cancel at the last moment. Uh, he's got a, a, a legal uh, situation he's got to attend to with his law firm. So uh, he'll be joining me hopefully on tomorrow's program, and if not, uh, then next week. But let's talk more about this. 216-901-0945. Ken Johnson is indeed a crook. Okay, this this is a guy, and it, and Cleveland.com enabled this crook. I, I went back and just did a little check on him. Back in, uh, let's see, this is updated January 29th, so almost a full year now, but t- 10 months ago, roughly. 
The editorial board of the Plain Dealer, pathetic as they are, as we talked about yesterday, particularly with the Tamir Rice situation and the unbelievably uh, horrific uh, destruction of journalism that they have participated in, they wrote on January 29th, quote, actually it was updated there, Councilman Ken Johnson, Cleveland Ward 4 Councilman Ken Johnson, should immediately step down from city council over the abuse of his position that Cleveland.com's Mark Namick exposed, abuse that's harmed the interest of the Buckeye-Shaker neighborhood of Cleveland that he represents. He should not be allowed to name his successor, a destructive practice that city council should discard. Then Cleveland City Council needs to reexamine openly and fully its uh, how it polices its own. Specifically, they were talking about Ken Johnson's multitude of, of uh, uh, crimes, if you want to call them that, or uh, inappropriate actions, decisions, etc., uh, but that's why it took them a full year to crack down on Johnson's group, getting exclusive access to city trucks for his own grass cutting. And it needs to explore whether Johnson improperly used federal community development block grants given to Buckeye Shaker Square Development Corps to advance his own political agenda. And finally, the editorial board back in January acknowledges their error in endorsing Johnson for re-election as Ward 4 Councilman. This guy's abuse has been known for a long time, and and uh, the Clinton Plain Dealer went right along with it and has been endorsing him all the way through. He's been uh, uh, represented the Buckeye-Shaker area of Cleveland for nearly 40 years. He's 72 years old now. And a lot of people in Cleveland have known about him and his practices, and they have just rubber-stamped him because he's a liberal Democratic uh, candidate the way so many others are in the city of Cleveland. But they now write that for years, questions have lingered over the way he used taxpayer underwritten lawn cutting and snow removal programs, employing local youth to propel his popularity and his political career. More recently, those questions have extended to the opaque way he dealt with federal block grant funds. And I'm going to stop there and move on to a second story that came up, and that is one from Cool Cleveland C. Allen Connolly wrote, Councilman Ken Johnson, Ward Force Teflon-coated man of steel. And that's not Superman, S-T-E-E-L. It's criminal, S-T-E-A-L. And this was written in, I want to say June. i got to double-check the date on this, but I think it was from June. The retirement of I-Team investigator Carl Monday should have been music to the ears of longtime Ward 4 Councilman Ken Johnson over the last several months. The Plain Dealers, Mark Namick, Scenes, Sam Allard, and other local media outlets have raised a barrage of questions about Johnson and his use of public funds. Some of the allegations center on his use of federal block grant money that we talked about a moment ago. Also an allegation, his son lives rent-free in a house owned by the corporation, the Buckeye Shaker Square Development Corporation. That has prompted an investigation by the FBI's public corruption squad. Early reports focused on city trucks that operated with, uh, this is what the caller, or excuse me, the, te- the messenger was asking about, trucks that operated in Johnson's ward with signage that said compliments of Councilman Ken Johnson. Clearly political advertising on city trucks. The signage was eventually removed by the city. Also allegations of nepotism, which is what I meant to say before. But those claims are difficult to sort out over the years since that Johnson has been reported varying numbers of sons. Probate court records show that going back to the 1990s, Johnson has been the guardian to at least 11 boys, three from as far away as Australia, some of whom he later claimed as his own children. So I'm going to stop there just to point out, why does all of this matter? It matters because Ken Johnson is one of the guys, along with Mayor Frank Jackson's, whose kids 
Frank Jackson, in this case, a great-grandson, Ken Johnson's case, his kids, um, benefiting from the theft of taxpayer dollars as it pertains to these sports programs. In the story that Five on Your Side did, Ken Johnson said, yeah, no, this is a great thing. This is a great thing for the city of Cleveland's taxpayers to send a handful or a a couple dozen or a few dozen, whatever it is, kids, to expensive out-of-state sports competitions because when they come back, they're heroes. He, He said this. They're heroes to the kids who didn't get to go. The kids who were left playing in the underfunded recreational areas of Cleveland, the kids who were left with nothing to do because tens of thousands of recreation dollars have been spent on Frank Jackson's grandson and great-grandson and Ken Johnson's son, they're heroes to these kids. I want you to listen to that part of this again. Inside the rec center that bears his name. Once they go and come back, they are neighborhood heroes. In a black community, there's no such thing as enough heroes. You know, beside the guy that's on the corner telling the kids going to elementary school, come sell some drugs, work for me. And guess what? Thousands of Cleveland kids, many if not most of them black kids that he's talking about right now, are still influenced by the guy on the corner saying, come sell drugs for me. Because they didn't get to go to Florida. They didn't get to go to San Diego. Your kid did. Frank Jackson's grandson and great-grandson did. But yeah, they'll, they'll be heroes to the kids who were left behind, influenced by the drug dealers. You know, that's what this prevents. Johnson says he's seen the benefits personally. That basketball trip to San Diego... Turns out Johnson's son, a city rec employee, went along as an assistant. He was a last resort. They couldn't get anybody else to go. So they asked him, you know, and he told them that he would go. So that's how, how it happened. Yeah, that's how it happened. I'm sure that's exactly how it happened. They couldn't get anybody else to want to take the free trip to San Diego. So your son took it just to help everybody else. Couldn't, nobody wanted to go on the free trip to California. Nobody wanted to go on the free trip to Florida. No, so my son did it because nobody else would go. That's how, yeah. Stand on your head and spin if you believe that nonsense. Is that a perception problem, do you think? Sure it is. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the price we pay to be elected. The family. That's the price we pay to be elected. I steal money from the city coffers to benefit my son and people that are important to me. I use city vehicles to cut my grass and plow my snow. I use city vehicles to carry my signs, my my uh, campaign signs. That's the price you pay for being elected. And apparently it must be the price you pay to be mayor of the city of Cleveland as Post well. Post from Mayor Frank Jackson's family, the mayor's great-grandsons played football for the Renegades in 2017, and one went on that AAU basketball trip to Orlando. The families of city leaders benefiting from thousands of dollars of recreation funding. For weeks, we tried getting answers from the city. We requested an interview about the spending and gave specifics about the trips we wanted to talk about. That request declined. And once again, full credit to this reporting goes for this reporting goes to Scott Knoll at uh, uh, News 5. Uh, WEWS Channel 5. And also Mark Ackerman is giving credit here on their webpage, so I want to give him credit too. Tremendous work. And now the question is, is what is the city of Cleveland going to do about it? If you're a city resident, taxpayer in Cleveland, 
216-901-0945. I would love to hear from you. If you are politically connected in Cleveland or in Cuyahoga County, I would like to know when is it going to be time to impeach, forget about voting out, but remove from office Frank Jackson. The corruption of his, in his case, is spelled out in black and white. It's right there on the city budget uh, and the city expense reports. It's spelled out. This man's corruption, like I said, the dirt bike park, the basketball, the football stuff, the murder investigation that is obstructed by Frank Jackson to try to defend his grandson. This guy is as dirty as any politician I've seen in Northeast Ohio, and we watched county commissioners like Jimmy DeMora go to prison for 30 years. How's anything DeMora did as bad as this? And by the way, I think DeMora should be in prison for 30 years. Not defending him, pointing out this is worse. Let's go to Cleveland. Jake, you are on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Jake. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey, Bob. Uh, believe it or not, I have some more on Ken Johnson. <laughs> We're going to add to the list. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So about six years ago, I was at the council meeting, and Ken Johnson stood up and announced he was resigning, and they all applauded. And then somebody stood up and said, we have a vacancy in Ward 4, and they nominated Ken Johnson and reappointed him, and he became a double-dipper right there in public. Wow, I did not know that. I did not yep. know that. I didn't even know yep. a lot of the other corruption that we were just talking about, actually, with Ken Johnson. Um, uh, but uh, the fact that he was involved in this particular scheme now just, you know, it's, it's par for the course. It, it makes perfect sense. This is just what he does. And then here's another one. Yeah. He has some lackey that has for 20 years, every month, they have maxed out the amount that council can be reimbursed for expenses without providing receipts. Is 20 years. Right? Is that yep. right? And then, one, and then one final thing, and I'll let you go. He has a, his rec center that has his name, has a really nice splash park and pool behind it. And right now, out for bid, I think it just bid, they are going to enclose the whole thing. Is that right? And meanwhile, other parts of the city, there are no splash parks. There are no pools. No, of course not. Of course not. Well, that's the whole point here. I mean, there are so many needs, you know, that this city has, particularly to serve its youth and to try to give them positive things to do with their time, rather so they don't get caught up in some of the negative stuff that he's talking uh, on camera about. So many things that aren't being funded, and yet he is using those funds for things like these trips and now for the uh, enclosure of the Splash Park and more. It is, uh, it's amazing to me. And how does he survive? How does he and how does Frank Jackson continue to, to commit these egregious, you know, um, you know, egregiously inappropriate actions using taxpayer dollars and get away with it. I don't understand it. Well, you're bringing it to light, and, and that uh, Channel 5 thing will help a lot. Um, and then if you look back at the Plain Dealer, though, I'm quite sure that in the 2017 round of <clears throat> elections, they endorsed every incumbent. They did. They did, and that's why in twenty uh, in November of twenty eighteen they ran that article saying we regret our endorsement of Ken Johnson. Yeah, too late. You got him elected. You allowed him to continue this, and same thing with Frank Jackson. You know they're going to continue to endorse the same people. Jake, thanks for the phone call. And uh, this, you know, again the old definition of insanity. And this is what they want. This is what they want. The same reprehensible um, editorial board members at the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Scum of the earth, as far as I'm concerned, that took that incredible, uh, 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 wrote that incredibly partisan, 
personal libelous assault on Jim Jordan uh, on Sunday. The same editorial board that greenlit that five-part series on Tamir Rice's death, claiming that our racism killed Tamir Rice. The same editorial board that endorses time and again criminals, corrupt politicians like Ken Johnson and Frank Jackson. They're responsible for it all. And then they say, oops, sorry about that. We regret that endorsement. Simply pathetic. All right, 951. We'll get more of your calls right after this on AM 1420 News. All right, 955. We continue on 1420 The Answer. Our friend Peter Kirstenau is not going to be with us for his normal Tuesday visit. He's got legal work to tend to. Man, I don't know how he does what he does. He's a partner at a law firm. He uh, works on the Commission on Civil Rights. He's uh, writing books. He's making speeches. I don't know how he does it all, but uh, Peter is not able to be with us today. Hopefully, we'll get him on the air tomorrow. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll save him for the national audience to enjoy. Because I'll be hosting uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka's program tomorrow, America First, from 3 to 6, as well as this one. So uh, maybe we'll have Peter on to the uh, national audience tomorrow. We'll see if we can make that work. At any rate, we'll go back to the phones to talk about local issues now. Deanna is calling us from Cuyahoga County somewhere. Uh, Deanna, go ahead. You're on the air. Um, yes, good morning. How you doing, Bob? I'm um, good, I just wanted to say that uh, Frank Jackson, in my opinion, and like I said, we have to say, appears, or we believe, um, but um, rumor around here has that that he was involved with um, Mike Summers, the mayor of Lakewood, and Armand Budish as far as HUD fraud, federal grant money fraud, and the takeover of Lakewood Hospital. Lakewood Hospital was sold to Ed Fitzgerald's company for $1, and that cheated the taxpayers out of $128 million, and now the city of Lakewood from what I understand, it's being sued for $350 million by the EPA for dumping poop into the lake. So I would like that reporter to get into that and see what's going on with that, because um, I don't live in Lakewood, but a friend does and lost her job at the clinic, and she said that lost a lot of revenue and a lot of jobs. And that's all I have to say. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. Deanna, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving as well. I won't comment on all of the things that you just said because I'm not aware of them. I uh, I, I don't want to be irresponsible. I, I, I'm commenting on the basketball story because we saw the actual uh, reports uh, from uh, from News 5, the basketball, football, and the whole uh, scandal involving recreation funds. We saw that in the budget outlay that they showed, et cetera. I'll comment on things that I'm confident of. I will not comment on things, obviously, that I don't know about. But here's the problem. The media has lost its desire. Now, obviously, not all of them. Congratulations to News 5. They dug into this. But the newspaper, which used to actually, you know, take journalism seriously and would uncover frauds, would uncover uh, corruption and those sorts of things, they've, they've lost their willingness because they don't want to drag down any more of their own. They did the great work, and I give the plain dealer credit uh, for the uh, Jimmy DeMora and uh, uh, the rest of the, uh, you know, the Cuyahoga County uh, Commission scandal and so on and so forth, Frank Russo. I'll give them credit for doing that, but this is now a time when they don't want to go after Democrats in power, locally, county level, or anywhere else, because now is the time to just get Donald Trump and to come down on anything and everything related to him. They have lost their desire to root out corruption in other places. And again, kudos to News 5 for bucking that recent trend. TJ in Cleveland next. Hi, TJ, go ahead. Hi, Bob. You know, Bob, this is what happens when one party 
has 100% rule in an area. I mean, you know, I live in Cleveland. Uh, you know, we put up with lousy roads. We put up with lack of police patrols. But, you know, some things we have to put up with, like we had a dead tree on a tree lawn for two years. We, we complained about it. Limbs falling. On Halloween night, a woman and her little children, uh, a limb broke off the tree in that wind. She got slightly hurt, and uh, a second or two later, all of them would have probably been crushed. And I heard her talking about suing, you know, and stuff. Wouldn't you know it, the very next day, they came out and removed the tree. Now, my question is, how much is it going to cost the city of Cleveland? Because I have no doubts this woman's going to sue and collect, because she was slightly injured. And we'll have to pay this lawsuit because of the incompetence, you know, in this city. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Uh, You know, they don't have the money to remove a dead tree, but they got the money to send deadwood to San Diego. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. And, and that's a great example, TJ. Thank you. And I, we could probably take calls for the next hour on all of the uh, failed city services, you know, things that are supposed to be provided that are not in this city, the examples of corruption uh, uh, by some of the leadership, the elected leadership, moreover, the always re-elected leadership uh, time and time again. You know, and we wonder why the city stays in the same state that it does. Yeah, and I know there's some great development downtown, and there's some great non-elected uh, leaders in the city of Elyria that do wonderful work. You know, uh, the, the the growth partnership, the uh, sports commission, Greater Cleveland Sports there are a lot of great people doing a lot of great things in spite of city leadership, not because of it, but the corruption at City Hall, the corruption at the mayor's office, the corruption in, uh, in, in other places almost always involves elected Democrats in the city of Cleveland, and that's why the papers have stopped doing the work. Uh, thanks for the call, TJ. I appreciate it. We'll take more of calls. And I also just found out that uh, Scott Knoll, who did the report that I just played for you from News 5, is available to chat with me to tell me more about where the story goes from here. That'll be coming up right after this news on a three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the Intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.